Welcome to Living Life. Today we're going to be looking at worship through music. And music has always been a very important, important part of God's people in their worship of God and wanting to make sure that what we sing is theologically accurate and that we're really lifting up the attributes of God. Now, I know for myself, I haven't been given much musical ability, but I thank God for Pastor Hank Garcia, who I co-pastor with at Rivera First Baptist Church in Southern California. He has just a beautiful voice, but beyond that, he is really good at leading the congregation in our singing and to help us to understand the background of the great hymns of the faith that we sing, and also to just let us know what we're singing, because we really do want to sing with understanding. Well, let's keep all of this in mind as we have today's passage read for us now. First Chronicles chapter 25, verses 1 through 31. David, together with the commanders of the army, set apart some of the sons of Asaph, Heman, and Jeduthun for the ministry of prophesying, accompanied by harps, lyres, and cymbals. Here is the list of the men who performed this service. From the sons of Asaph, Zakur, Joseph, Nethaniah, and Usarela, the sons of Asaph were under the supervision of Asaph, who prophesied under the king's supervision. As for Jeduthun, from his sons, Gedaliah, Zerai, Jeshuiah, Shemiah, Hashabiah, and Metathiah, six in all under the supervision of their father Jeduthun, who prophesied using the harp in thanking and praising the Lord. As for Heman, from his sons, Bukiah, Mataniah, Uziel, Shubael and Jeremoth, Hananiah, Hanani, Eliathai, Gedaltai, and Romamtai Ezer, Josh Pukashah, Malothai, Hothir, and Mahaziath. All these were sons of Heman, the king's seer. They were given him through the promises of God to exalt him. God gave Heman fourteen sons and three daughters. All these men were under the supervision of their father for the music of the temple of the Lord, with cymbals, lyres, and harps, for the ministry at the house of God. Asaph, Jeduthun, and Heman were under the supervision of the king. Along with their relatives, all of them trained and skilled in music for the Lord, they numbered 288. Young and old alike, teacher as well as student, cast lots for their duties. The first lot, which was for Asaph, fell to Joseph, his sons and relatives, twelve. The second to Gedaliah, him and his relatives and sons, twelve. The third to Zakur, his sons and relatives, twelve. The fourth to Isri, his sons and relatives, twelve. The fifth to Nethaniah, his sons and relatives, twelve. The sixth to Bukiah, his sons and relatives, twelve. The seventh to Jeserela, his sons and relatives, twelve. The eighth to Jeshaiah, 
his sons and relatives, 12. The ninth to Mataniah, his sons and relatives, 12. The tenth to Shimei, his sons and relatives, 12. The eleventh to Azarel, his sons and relatives, 12. The twelfth to Hashubiah, his sons and relatives, 12. The thirteenth to Shubael, his sons and relatives, 12. The fourteenth to Mattathiah, his sons and relatives, 12. The fifteenth to Jeremoth, his sons and relatives, 12. The sixteenth to Hananiah, his sons and relatives, 12. The seventeenth to Joshbekashah, his sons and relatives, 12. The eighteenth to Hanani, his sons and relatives, 12. The nineteenth to Melathi, his sons and relatives, 12. The twentieth to Eliatha, his sons and relatives, 12. The twenty-first to Hothir, his sons and relatives, 12. The twenty-second to Gedaltai, his sons and relatives, 12. The twenty-third to Mahaziath, his sons and relatives, 12. The twenty-fourth to Romamtai Ezer, his sons and relatives, 12. Every aspect of music is really important. The big things and the little things that we see and hear. I was reminded of that when I was invited to go to a concert that was in the park where there were going to be thousands of people at this concert and there was this big orchestra and I was looking forward to it because a friend of mine gave me a seat that I could sit in to be there to listen. But he said, call this number and talk to the secretary and she'll set you all up. Well, when I called, she said, well, what section do you want to, to sit in? And I was like, well, I want to sit kind of close so that I can hear everything. And she goes, no, no, do you want to be in the string section or the brass section? Do you want to be in the percussion section? And I was like, well, what do you mean? And she said, your friend has given you a seat in the orchestra. And so I said, well, I'd love to be in the percussion. And so on that day, this evening, this beautiful evening, I was right there in the orchestra watching the percussion people running back and forth, banging on these big drums. And then they would have these big, huge cymbals and crash them together. But then at another point, this uh, gentleman went up to a table and picked up two small, maybe no bigger than like a silver dollar, these cymbals, and he had music in front of him and he was staring at the conductor and at just at the right time, he put the cymbals together and it made a little ting kind of sound and he put them down and then he went over to another big drum and started banging on the drums. And as I watched that, I was like, wow, how important it was for every little detail to be done in a, in a good way so that the music would go according to the way the composer and the conductor wanted the music to be presented. Well, when it comes to the church and worshiping through music, of course, there's going to be these, you know, big things that everyone sees, but also those little details. And we need to do those 
faithfully. And we also, as singers, as we worship, we want to sing with understanding. I remember once when I was going to a church to be a guest preacher, and the music leader led us in the first verse of A Mighty Fortress. And at the end of that verse, he stopped and had us stand and greet one another. And I thought, well, that's a little strange because that hymn you really need to sing all the way through because the first verse ends with it's our ancient foe does seek to work us woe his craft and power are great and armed with cruel hate on earth is not his equal and we don't want to that's not the way the story ends we have a God who is a mighty fortress. And so I just want to encourage you that as you worship through music, that you would sing with understanding. And we all will have our favorite hymns or our favorite songs that we sing. And of course, we want to make sure, though, that these songs that we sing, especially in church, are bringing glory to God and lifting up the great drama of redemption and the, the attributes of God. I know for the church where I co-pastor that we love to sing the great hymns of the faith. And there's this hymn that's called, And Can It Be? And there's a line in that hymn that says, that uh, says, my chains fell off, my heart was free. I rose, went forth, and followed thee. Amazing love, how can it be that thou, my God, shouldst die for me? And then there's another hymn that we love to sing. It's, it's called, Come Thou Found. And in that, there's a verse that says, Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, Lord. Take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. And then there's a song that we, it's one of our favorites. It's called One Day. And it really just gives the great story of Jesus and his life, his death, his burial, his resurrection. And in that, there is the chorus that says, Living he loved me, dying he saved me, buried he carried my sins far away, rising he justified freely forever. One day he's coming, oh glorious day. I mean, the list can go on and on of some of our favorite hymns and songs, but let's make sure when we sing them that they really lift up the great attributes of God, like His amazing grace, or the fact that great is His faithfulness, or that He is holy, holy, holy. Because we, as God's people, we want to sing with understanding the great hymns of the faith and the new songs that people are writing where they're worshiping the Lord, 
And so we gather together as God's people and we worship through music and we do so to God's glory and our joy. So as we close today in thinking about worship through music, I want to draw your attention back to that great hymn, A Mighty Fortress, because it ends with the words, let goods and kindred go, this mortal life also, the body they may kill, God's truth abideth still, his kingdom is forever. That's a great way to end a song about a mighty fortress that God is for us. Now, as we are about ready to pray, I just want to make sure that you know that those that do have music ability and lead in church, let's encourage them and let's pray for them. Let's do that right now. Let's pray. Father, we are so thankful for those that you have called to lead your people in worship through music. And so I just want to lift them up to you at this point. And I thank you personally for Pastor Hank Garcia. Thank you for those that come alongside with their music abilities. And we lift them up to you. And I pray also for your people that we would sing with understanding and be careful to give you all the praise and glory. Through Jesus Christ our Lord we pray, amen. For a single soul, lifting up our God and stepping in closer, sing